Michael Reed on LMFM. Wednesday morning, the 6th of March. Good morning with much debate and discussion from now till 11am. This is Michael Reed on LMFM. As you've been hearing, the Joint Policing Committee in Dundalk was hearing last night about the ongoing problems associated with illegal and highly addictive drugs. Cocaine and heroin are widely available and as addicts struggle to afford to feed their habits, They fall into debt, owing large amounts of money. The result is threats, intimidation, beating and petrol bombs. The amounts of money involved are so big that a feud between two rival gangs in Drogheda has led to individuals associated with the feud linked to three murders. The guns are being used in broad daylight and in very public places. In Drogheda, there has been at least three attempted murders. There are questions about how local guardians are under-resourced, but in Dundalk last night, Gardaí said they can help call off the gangs when they come, looking for thousands of euro owed to them for drugs. Councillor Rory Omuraku of Sinn Féin joins us now, and a very good morning to you, and thanks for joining us. Uh, You were telling uh, of how one family paid off a debt of €40,000. It's a a similar story, it would seem, across the county. We've heard uh, of debts of that scale elsewhere and them being paid off. How does somebody run up a, a bill of €40,000? 40, €40,000 is a huge bill, obviously. We're dealing with, we've had multiple people in in relation to drug uh, debt intimidation and the figures are generally around eight, ten, twelve thousand. 12000 But an awful lot of times these figures jump. You hear of drug dealers selling a debt to someone else and here it jumps by half the value or possibly the whole value. I heard a particular case where this happened. The debt ended up in around the high 20,000s and literally there was a payoff. So on some level, and again, Mm. sometimes these debts are run up by individuals who have difficulties, who are vulnerable, Mm. who find themselves in trouble. They're not without sin in this situation sometimes. Um, but, but, the, but the girl in this uh, particular instance, and obviously I don't want you to identify them or anything like that, uh, but she owed €40,000. Uh, how much uh, did she actually owe uh, if you were to in, calculate in, the cost of the drugs that was given to her? Uh, see, in relation to that particular case, mm. that was the case that came to us sort of indirectly. It was a uh, Sinn Féin councillor dealing with an issue, and he discovered that a father in this case had paid off forty grand. And it was because his daughter was um, facing intimidation and what have you. Now, sometimes these debts don't relate specifically to that person. It can be them, it can be their partner, mm. something like that. In most cases, it is a case that people get it, get on, get drugs on tick. And um, sometimes, yeah, but that's what I'm trying to understand. I mean, I, I, I imagine they don't give out forty thousand in that particular case. I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. But, but but in one of the other cases that you're talking about, let's say somebody owes ten thousand, how, how much would they have got on tick? Um, well, here we have a case that's come to us where, mm. and this is sometimes how it's dealt with, with the family. It's almost like they start a drip drip, and if the tap starts running, then you know what the system is working. And the family initially were told, oh, that. Chapeled. It was in around a thousand, so there was payoffs of eight hundred, and and about fifteen hundred. You ended up on a figure of about three thousand seven hundred that was paid over a six-month period. Right. But so, how is the how, how is the interest calculated? Oh, I'd say it's not with any calculator. And mm. um, I heard of a case that we dealt with before where it literally doubled when it was sold from one person to another, and literally the drug dealer then um, 
and attack the house and force the people to pay. The people at that time had the means to pay it, so they paid it. But another debt was run up again by the mm. same son, you know what I mean? And they, obviously a drug gang, a separate one, believed that they would get it paid, but the, the resources didn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. And the house was attacked, and we're very lucky that somebody in that particular instance. Yeah, so they weren't killed, or the house burned to the ground, for that matter. Let's uh, hear what uh, the Gardaí had uh, to say about this. Uh, Chief Superintendent uh, Christy Mangan uh, was uh, speaking to LMFM News. There are drugs units in Dundalk, Trotta, and Ardee, and they have made uh, a considerable impact so far in relation to Section Three seizures and also Section Fifteen seizures. And there has been some considerable noteworthy uh, seizures of control drugs in the division but we have a lot more work to do a huge amount of work to, to be done particularly in our towns in order to make sure that our drug dealers don't gain control or continue to intimidate people and we have a specific plan in place in how to deal with these people. Alright and in terms of trying to deal with these people he's asking people who are being uh, knocked on who are being called on uh, and by these gangs who are demanding money to come forward to the Gardaí. Well we're certainly um, impressing upon people and, and families in particular that they would contact us, let us know what's happening, let us know about the, the circumstances behind the threats I'm not asking people to come in and make statements, I'm asking people to make contact with us uh, so that we in Angarshikana can put plans in place in order to help all families who are the subject of drug intimidation in the Loud Garda Division. Rory O'Murko, is that realistic? I mean, if I owe somebody €40,000 uh, who is a member of one of these gangs and I go to the Garda, are they not going to burn my house down if they don't kill me? Well, the reality is when one of these gangs come for you, they are generally threatening to do that anyway. Mm. Whether you go to the guards or not... Yeah, but if I can find the €40,000, wouldn't it be better just to deal with it? Well, the fact is, the way I see it is, and I hear the Chief Super used the term himself, you switch on the tap and it's always going to keep running. Someone's going to realise that here on some level this is nearly a better... This is a better business model almost than the drug dealing itself... What the guards have said is that they will be as protective of whatever, of people's anonymity and information. But in an awful lot of cases, they don't even have the information that these people are engaging in this. And on some level, like I said earlier, this particular crime, intimidation and whatever is is a lot more dangerous sometimes than the actual drug dealing. And people, for a million reasons, obviously you're dealing with people across multiple social classes. It's impacting on everybody. And literally, they're afraid they feel a certain stigma, they don't realise how the community will see them, and it can happen to any of us. But the thing is, you need to go see in cases where we have brought this to the guards, or that people have gone directly to the guards, the guards have met, they have offered an element of protection, whether that's greater amount of patrols, whether that's also, they will be aware that if anything is to happen, they will highlight these particular addresses and houses. And it also means that they can pinpoint and they can put pressure on particular drug dealers because obviously a threat to life is about as dangerous a thing as they they have to deal with. Yeah, but it's a roundabout way of trying to deal with it, isn't it? Uh, The uh, 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 firefighting approach that the Gardaí are taking, that it's after the event, uh, that if uh, they were to get on top of uh, the drugs problem, that you wouldn't find yourself in this situation. Because if you go to the Gardaí and say, I owe €5,000 or 40000 or €50,000, as we've heard before, uh, to a drug dealer, well, then you've obviously got an addiction problem 
problem. You've been buying drugs illegally, using drugs illegally. Undoubtedly, you're still addicted and you're going to want more drugs even after the debt is paid off or whatever the case may be. Uh, and uh, the Gardaí uh, will be able to do little in terms of protecting you if that is the case. But in an awful lot of these cases, who's coming under this, these threats and this intimidation are families. Families that didn't run off these debts. Mm. They're literally, it's on the basis of someone being related to them. And what happens if you move somebody out of the area? If you move somebody over to England or something like that, uh, will they still come after you? Well, in some of these cases, yes. But we've seen that the, the threats come directly to the family. That on some level, they forget about the person who ran off the debt because they believe, like I said earlier, that the tap is... The family, whether it's the mother, father, or, or whoever else, if they think they have money, obviously they're even a, a better target. And so what we need to do is ensure, first of all, that the Gowdy get this information, that they're aware of who these people are, because you're dealing with some of the most dangerous gangs going, that families can be given whatever supports and whatever protection are there and available. Of course, we've always called for greater resources for the guards. And while we welcome the fact that in Dundalk, we now have a drugs unit, with three people but obviously we would like to see a hell of a lot more resources because you're dealing with an absolutely huge problem we'd also like to highlight the fact that people who are taking drugs recreationally who don't believe they're causing any problem for anybody who might know the drug dealer somebody they met at college and they all think this is nice and clean and well removed but they're putting money into these drugs gangs who are then causing this terror and intimidation to families and to individuals across this county and across this island. Rory Amuraku, thank you indeed uh, for joining us uh, this morning. Rory is a Sinn Féin councillor based in Dundalk. Michael Reed on LMFM.